It's Tuesday, September 21, 2021. If you get too close to a point of no return, we don't have a lot of time. So we have to act. All of us, we have to act, we have to act now. Humanity on a catastrophic pathway, new UN report finds. Good news and bad for climate action at the UN General Assembly, plus... Fire is not going to go away. It's going to keep burning. Good news and bad for the world's last stand of giant sequoias. All of that good news... And bad, straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We're all tenants of planet Earth. We are definitely not getting our security deposit back. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I think I'm starting to see why people are annoyed with the United Nations. They keep putting out these reports, and they aren't good news. (laughs) No, they are not. First, the bad news. Despite new updated pledges to cut global greenhouse gas emissions under the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement, a new U.N. report projects the world is poised to rise a catastrophic 2.7 degrees Celsius by the end of the century without major action. That is far above the 2 degrees Celsius target that countries had agreed to. Now, this new report says that's if all of the countries meet their emissions promises that they've made so far. And under current commitments, global emissions are likely to increase by 16 percent by 2030. Scientists warn governments need to slash global emissions by 45 percent by 2030 to be on the path to reach carbon neutrality by 2050. Humanity's use of fossil fuels has already heated the planet more than one degree Celsius, and we're already seeing its effects in increasingly frequent extreme heat waves, droughts, fires, floods, and rising sea levels. What would a world with 2.7 degrees Celsius of warming look like? Well, here's climate scientist Dr. Michael Mann. We don't want to find out, and that's why it's so important that you know we not kick the can down you know the road several decades. We need to make sure that we decarbonize our economy now. Yes, we do. Again, that report from the U.N. is based on current pledges from countries around the world. And even with those pledges, it is not going to be enough. The new U.N. report was released in conjunction with the annual meeting of world governments at the United Nations General Assembly in New York City. It also finds that wealthy nations have fallen more than $20 billion short of the $100 billion in climate aid that they promised to poorer countries. That did not cause man-made climate change. And that has deepened mistrust between nations. As UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson explained at the UN... It is the developing world that is bearing the brunt of catastrophic climate change in the form of, of hurricanes and, uh, and fires and, and floods uh, and uh, the, the real long-term economic damage that they face. Uh, and yet it's, it's the developed world that over 200 years has put the carbon in the atmosphere that is causing this acceleration of of climate change. And so it really is up to us uh, to help them. Way to go, wealthy and developed countries. Use up all the resources and pull the ladder up after you. 
And it matters because climate change is already fueling a wave of migration. A new World Bank report finds that migration is on the rise within countries in East and Central Asia, North Africa, and Eastern Europe due to climate change affecting crop yields and water availability. The researchers project that absent concerted climate and development action, more than 200 million people could be forced to migrate to escape climate change impacts within the next 30 years. Yeah, good luck. Where are they going to go? But President Biden, late last week, formally unveiled a new agreement with the European Union to cut global methane emissions by at least 30 percent by 2030. That could be big because methane, the primary ingredient in natural gas, is a more potent greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide on shorter timescales. And scientists say cutting methane pollution is the single fastest, most effective strategy we have to slow the rate of warming. Finally, in California, the bad news is that the state's relentless wildfire season is second only to last year's record-setting wildfire season. Worse, the extent of this year's fires is already bigger than where we were this time last year. Mm. But the good news, in California's Sequoia National Park, thanks to aggressive firefighting and decades of intense forest management, fire crews so far have been able to defend the ancient giant trees from the massive KNP complex wildfire. And according to Sequoia National Park's chief scientist, Dr. Christy Brigham, on a recent broadcast, there is a lot that the public can do to help save this forest for future generations. Climate change, that is at the root of this problem, and we can all take part in that solution individually and collectively. Well, we can try. Of course, what's it say about the situation we're in where the good news is when a 3,000-year-old forest isn't burning down that bad so far. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. I talk to the trees But they don't listen to me I talk to the stars, but they never hear me.